welcome to Authentic Imperfection, the podcast hosted by me, Steph Ellen. This is a space to discuss all things mindset, wellness, self-love and exploring your spirituality. I'm a recovering perfectionist and I'm obsessed with helping you step into your authenticity and start taking messy action towards the life that you know you desire and deserve. Join me each week for solo episodes and deep dive conversations. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is going to be a solo episode, and it is about a topic that has been requested a couple of times a little while ago, actually. So apologies for the delay. It's a topic that I live and breathe, to be honest. It's a topic that I speak to a lot of people about, work with my clients, particularly around this area. It was what drew me to do this work in the first place. And that is talking about what is your purpose? And already you might be like, oh, that's a big word. Maybe there's already some stories coming up. Maybe there's some stories about how you don't have a purpose. Maybe other people have purposes, but you don't feel like you have a purpose. There could be so many stories that are already coming up around that word. And it is a loaded word. Like It's a word that sounds quite daunting. And especially if you are one of my overachievers, one of my perfectionists, those type A's, those having to do everything right, ticking off all of those boxes. Sometimes when people talk about finding their purpose, it can sound like a lot of pressure. We go through phases when we're really finding our purpose. And that first phase is questioning whether you even have one. And then once you do start to build momentum, start to realize that you do want to look for more meaning, more purpose in your life, if you are a little bit on that perfectionist scale, it can feel like another thing to add to your to-do list. It can feel like so much pressure. And so this episode is going to be five of the biggest myths around finding your purpose or misconceptions, should I say. And before I get into the episode, I want to let you know that the waitlist is now open for my group container, Purpose Over Perfection. Obviously, that fits in quite nicely with the topic that we're talking about today. And it really is for my perfectionists, for my people pleasers, for my procrastinators, people who are feeling a little bit lost, a little bit stuck. So this is going to be a truly transformative container. We're going to have eight weeks together, and that includes some live Q&A calls, lots and lots of resources to watch at your own pace, and including some breathworks and meditations to really tap into the energy of the transformation. There will be a blend of science and mindset, as well as the more spiritual and experiential and somatic work. Because it's all well and good having that mindset piece, but if you haven't actually done the work to regulate your nervous system through these changes and to actually feel your feelings rather than just intellectualizing them, that is a trap that I have been in so many times. I have to catch myself doing that so often. This is an opportunity for some really deep work to start to unlearn 
a lot of these coping behaviors because that's what perfectionism often is. The core wound for a lot of perfectionists is that feeling of not being good enough. And if we can make everything perfect or everything seem perfect to everyone else, then that is where we derive our sense of meaning. And this container is about stepping away from that paradigm. It's about choosing purpose and authenticity over appearances, over perfectionism, over people-pleasing. The waitlist, as I said, is now open. If you join the waitlist, there will be some exclusive offers, including the chance to have a one-to-one call with me and also an early bird pricing offer. So if you want to be on that waitlist, sign up. The links will be in the show notes. Any questions that you may have, then please let me know. Otherwise, just keep your eyes and ears peeled for some more information in the coming weeks. We'll be starting towards the end of April, maybe the start of May. So you've got a little bit of time just to get your ducks in a row, but you're not going to want to miss this. So anyway, I'll get on to the episode. So we're talking about five common misconceptions around living your purpose. And so the first thing, I guess, is really to talk about what purpose is. And the thing is, is it's not, but actually, you know what, it's going to go, I'm going to dive straight into the myths because I think that's going to sum it up because it's actually easier to say what purpose is not than what it is. And the first myth that I want to bust is that your purpose is not always your career. And it can be, your purpose can be expressed in your career but that doesn't have to be the case. For some people, their purpose may not, they may not want to actually make money from their purpose. Many people do. There could be a lot of joy and fulfillment in doing that. But for some people, they are very happy to have a nine to five job or any other job that obviously doesn't deplete them, still gives them energy and is still meaningful to them, but their true purpose may be something else. Because your purpose is not necessarily what you do, but it's how you show up in the world. It is really being your truly expressed, authentic self. It's removing the masks. It's undoing the conditioning that you have had through your childhood, through school, through adulthood. All of those little things that have made you put your authentic self behind a mask or into a box. So your purpose, whilst it can be your career, and many people do choose to actually get monetary gain from their purpose, because Look, why not? If that works for you, then amazing. It can be an incredible way to feel truly fulfilled in your job and your career, but it doesn't have to be that way. Some people like to have it as something that they do on the side. For example, you, your part of your purpose may be to make beautiful art, beautiful art, beautiful paintings that really bring joy to people. They make people think. They make people's homes more beautiful, but it might not be something that you want to necessarily spend all of your time doing. Sometimes some people find that when they try to make their purpose their paycheck, that 
it takes some of the joy out of it for them. Because we are also uniquely different. And our purpose is always going to be uniquely different as well. So that's the first one that I want to just bust is that it doesn't have to be your day job or even a job at all. And the second myth or misconception is that your purpose does not have to be some big, grand, incredible, life-changing, world-changing thing. Especially if you are one of my perfectionists, my overthinkers, my overachievers, you can put pressure on yourself for your purpose to be good enough. And you might be resonating with this already of being like, well, you know, I just, one example that I see, and I, you know, this is not a life experience that I have had yet. I have, haven't had the pleasure yet, but for many people, they find their purpose in parenthood, in raising children. They've got that beautiful nurturing energy, that guiding energy. They really find their purpose through their children. And sometimes people can judge themselves for that. They can think that they maybe they should want more in this, you know, capitalistic society. Maybe you should be trying to do something more. But really, I mean, is there a more important job than raising the next generation? Probably not. So to use the veterinary profession and my perspective on the veterinary profession as an example, I don't think there's many vets that go into it without a genuine passion for helping animals. This is a profession of, on the whole, extremely caring, compassionate, intelligent people. And they want to make a difference. And I see a lot of vets put a lot of pressure on themselves for many reasons, but one of them being they want to be the best vet. They want the most letters after their name. They want to be working in the top referral hospitals because, you know, being a general practice vet, for some people, that doesn't seem like it's enough. And maybe their purpose is to be a fantastic first opinion vet that the locals know and love and trust. And sometimes people can put too much pressure on themselves to be the very, very best at something and feel like it's not meaningful unless they are number one, unless they have that external validation, unless they've made that groundbreaking discovery, a surgical technique named after them, something they're published in papers. And sometimes finding your purpose is about realizing that exactly how you are showing up with the gifts that you are given, that is your purpose. It's not a competition between anyone else. It's not even a competition between previous versions of yourself. If you are showing up every day, doing your best, acting with integrity, with authenticity, and following your passions and your natural gift, then you are living your purpose. And so the third misconception is that your purpose stays the same? Or should I say that your purpose needs to be expressed in the same way consistently throughout your life? There will likely be an underlying thread that runs through how you show up and what you do. Say your purpose is to go pick Sahara Rose. So Sahara Rose, probably familiar with her. She 
speaks on the Higher Self podcast. She actually was one of the lead coaches in the certification that I did, the Dharma Coaching Institute, which is about finding your soul's purpose. One of the translations of Dharma is soul's purpose. So, you know, this is my bread and butter. (laughs) But for example, Sahara Rose's purpose is to raise the vibration of the planet. She is a spiritual teacher and she makes spirituality very accessible. She brings like a modern voice to ancient wisdom, but she shows up in many different ways. Her purpose shows up in the way that she speaks on her podcast, through written books, through coaching, through coaching certifications, even through her DJing and her dancing. She's a fantastic dancer and twerker, and she loves moving her body and getting people to get in touch with their bodies. But you can see there's this common thread running through it. And even closer to home, for me, a lot of people raise their eyebrows, maybe look a little bit confused. A lot of people are hugely supportive when I tell them that I'm a coach, a veterinarian, and a yoga teacher. And they probably don't make sense, that combination of things. But I still find it's ironic. I still find it hard, truthfully, to put my purpose into words. But I know a huge part of my purpose is healing, as kind of cringy as that might sound to some of you. It's this education and empowerment. And that can come through, you know, teaching owners how to look after their horses. It can come through this podcast. It can come through teaching yoga. And my purpose is really to empower people to be their authentic selves and also to create this sense of healing. Because all of my work is really important to me. And if I was subscribed to the belief that I had to express my purpose in only one way, then for me personally, at this stage in my life, I would not feel fulfilled. And the beautiful thing about this journey and the awareness and the freedom that comes with that awareness is knowing that I am free to follow my intuition and build my career and my life in a way that serves me. I know that if I show up as myself, opportunities will present themselves. I have enough evidence now I the amount of synchronicities that have shown up in my life when I just am myself, it's just indescribable. And that actually flows onto a point of how you know when you are living your purpose, is that that sort of thing will happen. Things will start to flow. So ironically, my next point is slightly contradicts what I just said, but not really. Everything's a paradox, really. There's always two sides to the coin. So the fourth point is that when you find your purpose, everything feels easy or that it never will change or you won't have any obstacles. Because as I said, when you are living in alignment, as your truly expressed authentic self, things will start to flow. 
but that does not mean that you will not come up against some resistance, especially if you have been living the opposite, if you've been living out of alignment, if you have been doing things or showing up in a way that feels unnatural to you, that feels uncomfortable. When you start showing up differently, there will be resistance. There may be resistance from others, but there will also be some internal resistance. Your nervous system is not, it does not appreciate change. There will be signals from your body saying that change is unsafe. We all know what it's like to try and form new habits, even if we know that they're good for us, even if we want to do them. There's always that resistance, that subconscious mind, that autopilot programming that's like, oh, you know, that nagging voice, like, do you really need to get up at 6 a.m. today? We don't usually do that. That's fine. It's fine. We can just sleep in. We don't need to go to that yoga class. We don't need to go for a walk. Even when you are living your purpose, there will still be challenges. And this goes on to so many of the conversations we've had before, the episodes about failure, about redirection. There's actually an incredible book called The Surrender Experiment that was recommended. It was actually recommended to me by Caitlin, who was on the podcast last week. She recommended it to me about probably this time last year, actually. And it's the story of Michael Singer, who also wrote The Untethered Soul. And Michael Singer has the most fascinating life story. Like he's like a multimillionaire software designer and a spiritual teacher, which does not make sense when you hear that. But when you read that book, it is all about how he decided to surrender to the flow of life. And when you hear that as well, you might think, oh, well, that sounds like he's just letting life happen to him. He's not taking any action. But it's quite different. It's quite the opposite to that. He still worked extremely hard, hours and hours, and developing these incredible softwares. He's building this incredible community. But he started to surrender to the flow of life. He started to say yes to opportunities that aligned, even if there was a part of him that was saying no. He was learning to discern which parts to listen to. And I think people think that when you are doing what you have came here to do, when you are living your purpose, that it's always going to feel easy. And that's when people give up because they've subscribed to this fantasy that if something's meant for you, then it will feel easy all the time. And that is just not the case. There will be times that you have to push through. And that's why getting really clear on your why, on doing the work to, again, sound like a broken record, but figuring out what is important to you, your authentic values. When you have your values, they are a framework that you can make decisions from. You can ask yourself, does this align with me and who the person I want to be, or does it not? And it's the sort of thing that I'd say it's simple, but it's not always easy. And number five is really bringing all of those points together in that that your purpose is not something that you do, but it's how you show up. To live your purpose really means that you are showing up as your authentic self, sharing your 
authentic gifts with the world, your authentic imperfections. We are all put here with different skills, different gifts, different perspectives, different interests. So one of my favorite quotes from the Bhagavad Gita is, it is better to strive in one's own dharma than to succeed in the dharma of another. Nothing is ever lost in following one's own dharma, but competition in another's dharma breeds fear and insecurity. Like, if that doesn't sum it up, I don't know what does. It's like, it's all about authenticity. It's all about being yourself. It is not about ticking something off on your to-do list. It's not about the pressure to be the best at anything. It is about using your gifts, taking action towards your purpose, but also surrendering to the flow of life. And if you are one of those people who thinks they don't have a purpose or that other people have a purpose, but they don't, then I hope this has taken the pressure off a little bit. I would love to hear if any of this resonated. I love it when you share the podcast to your stories, tagging me in it, of course, screenshotting if your your profile isn't public so I can actually thank you. As always, I appreciate it so much. If you could rate and review, really helps get the podcast out there to more people. Waitlist now open for Purpose Over Perfection. We'll be diving deep into finding your purpose, finding what makes you you, and how you can have the confidence and the clarity to show up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Authentic Imperfection. The Authentic Imperfection podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of the lands on which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders peoples today.